Hi, this is Lauren from Discovery Church. Thanks for taking time to listen to this week's podcast. We hope that you find value and that is very impactful to your life today. Have a great one. We're in a series called um, The Beatitudes, Living Right Side Up in an Upside Down World. And this is how it reads. Um, One of Jesus' most famous uh, talks in all the scripture in Matthew 5. It says, Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. If you've missed any of these, if you want the huge intro, go back and listen to one of these. But today you're not getting a huge intro. We're just jumping right in. Um, verse 4 Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Which. Um, and then blessed are, that's the one we're talking about today, blessed are the meek. Um, next week, which we're online only next week, if you show up at the door next week, um, it's going to be locked. It will be locked, but we still want you here. We still love you here, but um, go camping. Uh, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. That's what next week will be. Blessed are the, are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Two things to uh, keep in mind as we've been, been chatting about is that the Beatitudes are not something that Jesus is, or Christ is looking to have in us, but he's looking to develop in us. He's looking to rearrange, to repurpose some things in our lives to get us looking more like Jesus, as we say, to become fully engaged followers of Jesus. Another thing to keep in mind as we journey through the Beatitudes series is that blessedness is not um, a feeling of happiness, even though some translations translate it as happy, um, and it's not more possessions. It's more like this, this idea of like this congratulations, well done son, well done daughter, like yes, you're, you're getting there, you're becoming like Jesus. That's more of what it is, and the goal for our series is to be confident that God is forming these Beatitudes in us. Because when he forms them in us, we actually change the world around us. So today, blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Let's pray. God, we just thank you right now so much for your teachings on the Beatitudes. It might seem upside down, but as Christ followers, we know it's right side up because it's your way. It's your way of teaching. It's your Beatitudes. So God, today, um, let us learn from your scripture. Let us learn from your word. And let us have confidence that you're building these in us. In the name of Jesus, amen. The word meek, you hear it. You're, you, you, if you're anything like me, you'd probably go, ah, mm, nah, don't like that word. It's probably not the most popular word in our culture, but it is a Jesus word. And because it is a Jesus word... It needs to become one of our words. Matthew 11, uh, actually uh, throwing it back to the King James Version, if anybody still reads that King James Version. Um, Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30, it says, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Jesus actually calls himself meek. But I think it's interesting and it's important for us to notice in this verse specifically that rest and meekness is used in the same sentence. Have you ever noticed that some of the most angry people are the most exhausted people? Have you ever noticed it in yourself? 
Sometimes when you are the most tired, what is, what's the response? We become angry. And I think it's important that, uh, that we notice that Jesus had, uses rest and meekness all in the same verse. Meekness has not been used or viewed as the most flattering word today. If you were a boss and you were to receive a resume or you were to have an interview with somebody, somebody and they came into your office and they sat down across you and said, tell me your strengths. And they said, I am meek. I am the meekest person around. Meekness is my strength. You would be like, what? It's not, it's not really a word that we use as a flattering word that we, we think is good. But I hope that today, over the next few minutes, we can actually get a better picture of what meekness really is is and for us to be able to use the word meekness as a way of Jesus. Honestly, Jesus didn't use a lot of words to describe himself in scripture. But one of the words that he did use was meek. And actually few people throughout scripture was referred to as meek. When when I actually did some research on this, I could only find one other person um, with that was recorded in scripture as meek. And that was Moses. If you go back to the Old Testament, um, I don't think Moses was meek. Moses was a warrior. Or I don't think Moses, um, Moses being meek didn't mean that he was weak. Okay? That's going to be a tongue twister for me today. Meekness doesn't mean weakness. Look at Moses. Moses was a warrior. He delivered millions of people from slavery he, he had the audacity to lead the Israelites through the Red Sea, right? I, I, don't, I don't know the last time that you saw like water part, but if, if water parted right in front of me and I was to lead a, like a, a million people through, I'd be like, I don't know, but, but Moses had the audacity and scripture says he's meek. So meekness is not weakness, which I think that we sometimes think that, well, if I'm meek, I'm weak. Meekness is not being a pushover. Meekness is not being somebody's garbage can. Meekness is not being timid. This is what I think meekness is. Meekness is strength under control. Or maybe even a better way to look at meekness is meekness is submitted power. Sticking with the theme of of today, let me try to paint a picture for you. Two years ago, we bought Penny the horse. The horse that we bought for Shiloh, we bought Penny. She was beautiful. She was strong. Have you ever been through like Montana and seen wild horses running? Have you ever watched a movie and seen wild horses running? Amazing. Dust is flying. This is a huge beast, like running as fast as they can. They're powerful. Like they run you over. Like they will stomp you down. Penny would stomp you down. Until that power is harnessed. Meekness is surrendered strength, submitted power.
that same horse that we see running, that's very powerful, if it's submitted and trained, surrender to this master is no less powerful. Actually, that horse probably becomes more powerful because its strength is focused in one direction. So this is what my prayer is for us today, is that we become meek because meek means surrendered strength to your master. There is nothing more detrimental to a Christian witness than a Christian with power and not submitted to its master. Say that again. Just let that sink in. There's, and it, maybe, maybe think on your own life. Think, think through church history. Think, think through, I don't know, the last 10 days. There is nothing more detrimental to a Christian witness than a Christian with power that is not submitted to to the master. I pray that today we would surrender and submit our power that we have to the leading of our master, to the leading of Jesus. When he says go, we go. When he says show up, we show up. When he says shut up, we shut up. Think like for Jesus to use, blessed are the meek. There's got to be something on it. He's teaching us a way of living, a way of life. Blessed are the meek. And Jesus lived by example. You look at in the Bible, the soldiers and the religious leaders come to Jesus just after Gethsemane, right before he's about to be crucified. The soldiers come to arrest Jesus, and Jesus had the ability to call down angels. He had the ability to transcend time, to not be here and to be over here. Peter actually, one of the disciples that were walking with Jesus, takes off, takes out his, his knife and cuts the ear off of somebody in the, in the party that's coming to arrest Jesus. What does Jesus do? He, re- he rebukes Peter, picks up the ear, reattaches it, to the head, Jesus has a power to call down angels, but he submits to the will of the Father, giving his life. I think he's teaching us a lesson that meekness is not weakness. Meekness is submitted power. Sometimes as, as Christians, that power that we have has actually been detrimental to the gospel going forward. So I pray a couple of things that would happen today is that we would ask for forgiveness for ways that not only we might have abused power, but we ask for forgiveness of the way that maybe past Christians have abused power. 
Meekness is surrender. Surrender to our master. I also pray that God would help us instill meekness in our heart because there's going to be lots of opportunity in the future where we feel like we have a right, where we stand on this, but we listen to the voice of our master. Specifically, would we give reign of our tongue to Jesus? Not a physical strength, but there's a lot of strength in the tongue. So, as we close, hearing this, I, I I'm, began to think, like, how do I live surrendered? How do I live surrendered? Here's three things I want to leave us with. How do you live surrendered? I think one is this. We have to live with a repentant heart. We have to circle back to even the very first beatitude. Where I'm poor in spirit, where we live a, a repentant heart. God, I need you. I, I can't do this alone. Like, I need your help. And one of the ways that we live a repentant heart is to be strong enough to say I was wrong. To be strong enough to say sorry. The strong enough to be like, you know what? I was a little off. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have acted that way. It's kind of like, forgive me as I forgive those who sin against me. Right? We want the forgiveness of God. But can we forgive those who sin against me? Have a repentant heart. That's the first one. Second one is a live with a receptive spirit. Meekness is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Often we want all the gifts of the Spirit without the fruits of the Spirit. And the third one is live a responsive life. Be a doer of the Word. Strength under control is meekness. It's kind of like, I've got nothing to prove. We're not, we're not, it's not our job, church. And you've heard me say it before. It's not our job to prove God. It's our job to love people. It's our job to tell, to tell our testimony. God doesn't need proving. Scripture says that the rocks cry out, that, that creation proves the existence of God. It's not, it's, we, we, we can take the weight off of our shoulders that it's not our responsibility to prove God. Have you ever tried it and fallen flat on your face? I have. God's way better at being God than I am at being God. I think if I was God, it'd be, there'd be another like Noah moment. But God's not giving up on people. He's just calling us to love people. Jesus had all the power in the world. He had all all the power in the universe, but he submitted in meekness to the will of the Father. So, will we live with a repentant heart? Will we live with a receptive spirit? Will we live 
a responsive life. For some of you, the very first step to that is actually submission of your heart to Jesus. Maybe some people here today, you've never given your life to Christ or the way in which you currently live, you're like, I, I, don't, I don't know if, if, if that's the right way. Today is a moment where you can submit, you can surrender your heart to Jesus in this space, in this time. Other people here, I would probably, I would fall under this one. Whereas Lord, would you, would you rein in my tongue? Would you give me the confidence to know that God, you're working. I don't need to prove you. I can take the weight of my weight of, of the kingdom going forward off of my shoulders. I can still work, but the reality of it is that God is going to be God. And he's just called us to love people, he called us to show up. It's not being timid, it's not backing down on your values. But we don't need to be offended when somebody is trying to to grapple with the idea of God, we don't need to be offended for God. God's big enough. He doesn't get offended. God wants us to be close. Meekness is not weakness. It's submitted power. Would you stand with me this morning? God, we surrender to you. We surrender our hearts, we surrender our lives. For the individuals that are here today or are making a decision to give their lives to Christ, God, I pray that they would submit their will to you. God, for others who are here, have a really hard time being meek because we think we're getting walked over or we, we feel like it's our, our duty to prove you. God, I pray that, that you, we would, we would allow, allow you to reign in our lives that we would be submitted to the master. God, yeah, we're, we're, so, we're filled with power. We're filled with the Holy Spirit. But God, not to prove that we're right, but we're filled with the Holy Spirit to be your witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So God, would you train our strength? In the name of Jesus.